With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, welcome back to the Villa View. It's time for a match preview for Villa's home tie against Everton on Friday night. Jazz, you're back again. I am. We've got you back for a second time. The, I've made the, the, it. The I've feedback it. was pretty positive, so we've we've stuck with you. That's good to hear. Happy Thanks, guys. Very happy. Well, yeah. well, I mean, the company's a bit dodged, but okay. Nice, yeah, Jazz. You were at Bournemouth on Saturday, like like me, the Bournemouth game. I was two-one. We lost. What did you think? I was a bit gutted, yeah. um, but I don't think we played as well as we did against Spurs. No, I think. No. no, I think we actually played better. I don't know. I don't know if it was like I think it's tough for any team to come back from being down 2-0 especially in the what first 11 minutes yeah we gave him a head start didn't we exactly and when that, oh, that penalty in the first minute I was gutted uh, but no I think maybe it like freaked us a little bit and we just I just wow. don't think we got back into it um, then saying that we created some really good chances yeah, which was did. really good to see um, but the problem is now we're in the prem just having chances is not enough because we need, to, we need to make the most of them. Got to put them away. Exactly. Well, we certainly can't afford to get off to a, a bad start like we did on Saturday against Everton on Friday night because yeah. as, as you've you brought a big stat pack with you, I haven't considered a goal yet this season. Pages. 31 pages of stats, <laughs> which is even worse than Tom Julian. But yeah, I haven't considered a goal yet this season and their defensive record since February is brilliant. It is. And with how we're looking up front worries me. Yeah. Yeah. You disappointed to see Sturridge go to Trans on Sport, weren't you? Someone asked about that. We'll get the sweat up on the screen. But yeah, um, yeah, I was because I think he's maybe one of the only people who was really spoken about in terms of free agent maybe coming in. Um, but at the same time, I can't imagine him. I couldn't imagine him coming anyway. No. But I was just a bit like, mm, it's a shame. But it worries me for the rest of the season. Well, we've got till January, haven't we, to hold out? Well, we'll yeah, buy a striker but- in January, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. We'll buy a striker in January. Well, how did you think Wesley did? It's difficult again. I know because he's still he's still he's still adapting. He is, but how long do you give someone? Well, more than two games. No, definitely more than two games. But still, how long do you give someone? Well, in all honesty, we've not got much alternative. It's like a few people have asked in the questions: Would you change? Would you change the wingers? But who for? Yeah. Realistically, again, I think I think Trezeguet and. Um, 
El Ghazi probably probably picked themselves at this point. Obviously, we've got Hotter as well, who might be good to unlock teams, but yeah. probably not Would you on Friday. I'd probably keep it the same. Would you? And I think Dean Smith will keep it. Keep, I think he'll keep the whole team. The, the same again. People are asking about fullbacks changing. A lot say, of people, a lot of people are talking about, about Neil yeah, Taylor. Who have you, you got there? Robert McNeese, target Gilbert to start and provide a bigger attacking threat. Help Wesley or stick with Taylor or Elmer, the cautious option. El Ghazi is struggling. I, so I, I second that. We've covered the wingers. I don't think he. I don't think he's got many options. I think yeah. Codger's back in training. Perhaps he could play on the wing, which might offer us a bit more of a goal threat. Mm-hmm. But I'd worry about him defensively. Yeah. Against a team like against a team like Everton with yeah. fullbacks that like to get forward. They do. Yeah. Um, and that Marco Silva has done such a, a good job with his. He is, I think, in the modern game, quite lucky to still be at Everton because they went on a run of like losing so many games. But they finished strongly though. They did, and I think they've carried on. They've carried that momentum, um, and like I said, they've started the season really well. Um, and they actually, if they win, they go top of the league. Like I know it's only game three, but. Just like psychologically, only for twenty four hours. Only for twenty four hours. The psychological. Hopefully they won't win. Yeah, let's. Well, not, yeah, they, let's yeah. Not, let's, not, let's, not, let's not talk as if it's a foregone conclusion. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Marcus has done a really good job, um, and their team is really well balanced because they've got a lot of experience in their team, mixed with a lot of youth. Yeah. Um, and they seem to be clicking, which I think is what we're missing right now. We're missing that click. Our team just hasn't. I think we kind of have clicked. But we just have we haven't got the results because our first game in Spurs, like you say, was very good in the first half. Could have gone two 0 up, and then perhaps then it's a, it's a different game. Bournemouth, but we, you can only judge it on the results. Yeah, no, no, no results wise, obviously. Yeah, we've lost two games. So I can't sit here and yeah. say, oh, brilliant, fantastic. But mm-hmm. I think the performances have been better than the results suggest. I would. Say. I agree. I yeah. agree. And I think I think Spurs was. I don't want to say unlucky because they it was did a outside. little bit unlucky. It was a little bit unlucky, but it, I think it was more. I think it was a bit more than that. I don't think we expect anything from that. But Bournemouth, I like you saw my score prediction. I said three one, um, and I genuinely think thought we could have won that. But like I said, going two 0 down, it's tough to come back from. Yeah, I'm just looking at their uh, their, their defence here, so their average rating so far this season for the Ever- yeah. Everton back line. So obviously it's only two games, so you can only read so much into this. But yeah. they've got Pickford on seven point zero six, Coleman on seven. Keane, 7.52, Mina, 7.53, and Dinier, who is an injury doubt, but I think he's probably going to play because he's been training at 7.03. That's a, good, that's a solid back four that they've that's got there. That's a good rating for your back four, yeah. yeah. And they, they've got they've got a great back four. Dinier and Coleman obviously offer a lot going forward. I think yeah. Dinier's got assists in both games. I could be completely incorrect in saying that, but I, I think he has. And then Michael Keane scored for England last season, 7.52. He's now growing into more of a leadership role mm. at Everton. So they're going to be a difficult side to break down they are. for a side that hasn't looked like we're going to score too many goals so far. Saying that, though, we've created a lot of chances yeah, against exactly. Bournemouth. A lot not. of chances, but it's, that, it's back and forth in them, isn't it, it? It's about... I think once Wesley gets one goal... I, yeah, I think he'll, he'll give him some confidence. I think he's kind of suited to the Premier League. I think it'll give him some confidence to to go out there and play a bit more full force. Getting that first goal is so important, but he, I don't really think there was a couple of times I thought, oh, he could have scored, but I'm not seen it. He kind of holds back a bit getting into yeah. the box, which when you're playing with a lone striker and you're used to Tammy Abraham, who spends his whole time exactly. in the box, yeah, you kind of want him to be doing a bit more to get yeah. in there, Wesley. And don't you'd, you? you'd kind of think that he would have watched back how Tammy was 
and sort of not taking it on board, but like, because obviously it worked well. Well, obviously that's how Dean Smith, I imagine, wants his striker to play. Yeah. But Wesley seems to be, I think he needs refining a little bit because yeah. it's nice dropping deep and his link-up play is good. Yeah. But you've got to be a bit quicker to get in the box. Yeah. Especially when you're the lone forward. Exactly. Um, uh, but I want, it, I want him to get that goal because I think once he does it, I think he'll fly. Like, I stated him last week. Yeah. But, and I, I don't know why I'm, I don't know. I'm really confused about him. I really want him to do well, but I've just not seen that... Spark. Yeah. Yeah. And I wasn't overly impressed with how he played against Fulmer. No. So I did a video the other night with the Toffee Blues YouTube channel. They're quite a new channel, growing at the moment, but they've got some decent content out there. So I did about a 20, 25-minute sit-down at the time of filming for us. It's not out yet, but it should be out by the time this preview comes out. So if you can go and check that out, you'll hear a bit more about my thoughts and how the Everton fans are feeling. But they've been kind enough to do a little video for us as well. So let's see how the Toffee Blues are feeling about the game on Friday. As far as Everton's start is concerned, we've started the season relatively well. Obviously not conceding a goal in either game so far is very encouraging for what lies ahead. We're still a little bit disjointed in midfield though with a few new signings still needing a bit more time to settle in. Particularly JP Gabaman who has big shoes to fill in the form of a former Aston Villa player of course. It's Risa Garner Gay. You guys will know him very well. He did great for us on the midfield setup. Now looks as if it might need a bit of a reshuffling to find how we can best operate the midfield with the new personnel. So that could take a few games into the season for us to figure out, but I am confident that we will get there sooner rather than later. Like I say though, that bedding in process is sort of still taking place. We haven't blew either of our opponents away in the last couple of games, so there's no reason why Aston Villa can't trouble us, and I reckon it will take a far better performance than we put in against Watford last Saturday to get a win on Friday against you guys at Villa Park. One of the high points of the Watford win was the cameo appearance of Moise Keane off the bench. We, late, we did raise a lot of eyebrows by attracting him to Goodison from Juventus this summer. Now Keane has all the potential to be a fantastic player. He's got the pace, power, skill, even a killer instinct which it usually takes younger strikers a fair few years to develop. He's far from the finished article just yet but I'm very confident he will be a great player for Everton and throughout the rest of his career. Luckily for you guys, though, I don't think he'll start at Villa Park. I, I reckon you'll see Calvert-Lewin start, and unluckily, you will get a glimpse of Moise Keane, though, from the subs bench. I reckon Marco Silva will probably save Keane's full debut for a home game, possibly our next one against Wolves next week. But perhaps it'll be another week of Dominic Calvert-Lewin leading the line, which he's not really much of a goal threat, to be quite honest with you, but he is a good team player. And he will keep your defenders on their toes. And you will need someone to do that because your defence has looked fairly solid despite the two defeats you've had so far. One player who does look set to miss out on a return to Aston Villa is Fabian Delph. Now, of course, Delph is still widely disliked by your fan base. From what I've heard, you've christened him the snake after that transfer saga in 2015 when he went to City. However, from our perspective, he is, of course, a shrewd signing and it's hard to argue with. At 8 million in this climate, it's an absolute steal and he does bring some valuable winner's experience and a good mentality from the success he's had at City. He did win two titles there, after all. When Delph signed for Everton, a lot of Villa fans were hotly anticipating the Everton game with Delph as an enticing, maybe, subplot, if you like. But it looks as though you might need to wait for the return leg at Goodison Park before you can give the snake a taste of your vermin. Another interesting subplot from our end 
which you guys might not actually be aware of at Villa, is Everton fans have a bit of a vendetta of sorts against your player, Neil Taylor, who infamously snapped Seamus Coleman, our club captain, of course. He broke his leg in a very horrible tackle in a game between Wales and Ireland in the Euro qualifiers a few years ago. Many a fan in recent days has mentioned how they'd like to see someone plant a hard challenge or two on your left back, so it might be a good time to give Matt Target maybe his first start of the season. On that note, I'm going to comment a little bit on your transfer business, and I've been very impressed by some of the players that you guys have brought in this year. Initially, the one that really caught my eye was Wesley. In the time before we acquired Moyes Keane, I would really have liked Wesley to have been the striker we signed for Everton. He's a very imposing figure, and no doubt he'll give our so far unbreachable defence a very difficult game on Friday. Bjorn Engels and Tyrone Mings have the makings of a great centre-half pairing for you as well. Of course, Mings already has experienced life with you guys on loan last season from Bournemouth. But of all the players you've signed, the one that really caught my eye in the first two games has been Trezeguet, the Egyptian winger. He seems to have a bit of an X-factor, which you need to have a few, of you, a few of your players to have at this level. I believe he could take the league by storm after a while once he gets settled in. To be honest with you guys, staying up in the league should be the worst you should be looking at. You could even get in the top half if you really find some form. However, of course, I'm hoping you don't find any form until after this Friday. As far as this game goes, I do think this will be our toughest test of the season so far. We didn't impress that much ourselves attacking-wise, but Crystal Palace and Watford didn't test us much either. Expect Villa at Villa Park to ask us a few more questions than either of those sides did, and maybe we could be set for a very entertaining game there. I reckon a two-all draw myself, but obviously I'm hoping we can turn it on and get a win there. You never know. Whatever happens, guys, I reckon both of our teams could be in for a decent season this year, so best of luck to you, and we'll see you on Friday night. I mean, at the end of the day, it was an accident. He didn't do it, but it wasn't a great tackle. He got sent off, but it was, yeah. but it was an accident. I yeah, 100%. And Coleman's come back now, and he's just as good as he was before his injury. And also, I read somewhere that they still like there's no bad blood. Like they talk, it's fine. Yeah, Neil Tyler apologised immediately. Went to yeah. him in the hospital, I think. So, but, but the Everton still, fans will still give him stick. Of course they will. And even sort of for Taylor, like if that would play on my mind. Yeah. And you'd be really cautious. Well, they're dead against each other as well, right back and left back. They're, it, they're going to face each other at some point exactly. in a duel. And I, like, I don't know if it's good enough reason to, for him to not play, but I think Dean Smith would have to consider it. I think he'll keep him in there. Do you think? I don't think he'll make any changes to the team on, on Saturday. Do you think we need a change? Again, front three would be the one you'd look at, but what can he do? I know it's bad three games in, but I'm looking at our bench and thinking Hotter's probably going to work better as an impact player. Codger's probably going to work better as an impact player. Yeah. Keenan's going to work better as an impact player. Yeah. I'm looking at it I'm and thinking, right, much he can do. But a few people have asked about bringing Connor back in, which I'm all for, because yeah, everyone, knows, I, everyone knows I love Connor. But shifting Jack to the left, and he ended the game on the left-hand side against against Bournemouth, and yeah. it's, it's not his position anymore. Doesn't have the same impact. and I think He's a central midfield player. He's a, he's a free eight. Yeah, and also I think when you put him there then I think going forward people are a bit like oh okay like the danger man the guy that they're always taking chunks out of isn't there well, you're losing something as well yeah. your best your, your best ball carrier yeah uh, on, on the left yeah. and then 
he's obviously going to want to cut inside because his natural position is to, mm. play, to play essentially. And the midfield probably ends up a bit congested and you're, yeah. not, you're not as free-flowing anyway. So I, I, I disagree with, with doing that. Yeah. I, was, I was surprised to see Smith even do it for five, ten minutes on Saturday, if I'm yeah. being honest. I, I, I thought we were past the days of, yeah. of people being out of position. It's a, yeah. bit, it's a bit Steve Bruce, a bit Paul Lambert. It's not, not really what I want to say. Especially when you've invested so much into yeah. a team. Yeah. And you'd have every everything covered, but... What did you make of Jack on on Saturday? He's got again, as is with most players. To be fair, mixed reviews. Um, yeah, I agree. He had some really good spells, and sometimes a bit like. Oh. He's just he's not as involved as he would be in the championship no, at the I moment. Agree. But and he's getting to grips with the league again. I agree, and I, like, I don't think he's maybe adapted as well as I thought he would. I don't know why. I just thought he'd go in and just. Yeah, I think I probably did as well. Yeah. I think that's probably fair. But. That doesn't mean that he's not playing well. Well, on Saturday, there was a stat saying he created more chances than so anyone else in the Premier League yeah. that day, so that tells me he's doing a lot right. He's doing a lot right, but it's... OK, then what is he not What is he not doing right? I thought he looked tired after an hour. Yeah. But then he had got a second win and, and came back in. Because I watched McGinn, and McGinn looks like he's acclimatised the Premier League yeah. and demands straight, straight away. Yeah. Whereas Jack, maybe not quite, and we all we all love Jack. We all know yeah. what a fantastic player he is. And then by the end of the season, I'm sure we'll all be banging on, <laughs> banging on about why isn't he in the England squad? It should be in the England squad. He's, he's, on, he's on absolute fire. And to be fair, if he is on fire, he'll get he'll get in that he'll, England squad. And I he'll agree. Get and in also, the team. I do think it's you know we're two games in. Yeah, it's hard to judge. It is. It really is. Um, but you can only talk about what you've seen. Yeah, I think he'll have a big game on on Friday night. Do you think? Yeah, yeah. I think I think he will. I think he's he's on the on periphery of getting back to yeah. getting playing at the level he was in the championship, but it's hard because it's a tougher league. It's exactly, and you're playing against tougher players, more experienced players, um, people who've been in Everton have, you know, they've been in the league for. Well, they've never been out of the Premier League. They've never been out of the Premier League, yeah. so. They've got a decent midfield as well. They have. And, Andre Gomez was signed yeah. in, in the summer permanently. He's a mm. he's, he's a fancy player, really good on on the ball. One player as well who, to be fair, I think probably my opinion wasn't the popularist opinion with it, but uh, Douglas Louise Ooh. on Saturday. What did you make of him? I'll we'll get his stats up on the screen now, Roller. I was quite impressed. Yeah? Yeah. You, your face tells me you weren't. Well, I was. <laughs> I think he grew into the game. I think he got better as the game went on. But uh, as I said in the podcast, I don't think he had any right to be starting that game, really. But then people have made the valid point to me since that, well, he's got to play 80% of the games for his work permit. Yeah. Because uh, I was yeah, surprised yeah. he just came yeah. straight in for Connor. Mm. So I didn't think Connor did much wrong against, yeah, yeah. against Spurs. He obviously... Made a mistake um, for the for the second goal. I think had he have not have scored, I think I, I use the term he got himself out of jail in the podcast. But again, I don't think that was the, a popular opinion. But I agree. I yeah. think if he hadn't have scored, we would we would be having a very different conversation here. Yeah, he, he only scored no goal in the first in the first half. Yeah, as well. It's a lot to expect. This is what we're saying about it's only two games in the stuff. It's I think it, it's harsh to throw him in that that early. Yeah, he hasn't had much of a pre season no, at all because yeah. he joined us very very late. Yeah, he did. It's difficult to come in and hit the ground running. So it's not me knocking Louise or saying I don't think Louise is a good player because I think he looks like he's going to be a really good player. Yeah. But I just felt the game was a bit too soon for him. And a, a team like Everton, who are at the moment on, on good form, carried on where they left off last season. Yeah. Again, I think it's a big ask to come in and, and play against them. Hopefully that goal's giving him some confidence and we'll, we'll yeah. get him through it because yeah. I think he'll start again. But his stats, his stats, were, stats were decent, to be fair. You can, I always think you can only read so much into stats. They could be dressed up or dressed down, whichever way you want to look at it. But yeah. They've been on the screen. So he's, he looks like he's had a good game stats-wise. 
Yeah, I, I'm really surprised at your opinion. I thought, okay. I thought, I thought you were quite impressed. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying he's, I'm saying he got better as it went on, and by the end of the yeah. game, I think he was, he was there. Yeah. But it took him an hour or so to get to going. Get into it, and yeah. in the Premier League, you can't. You haven't got an hour. That's and as you saw, you make a mistake. You, you, get, you get punished. Yeah. And one of the signings of the summer was Moyes Keane from uh, from Juventus, I think, 27 million, which in this day and age is absolutely ridiculous for someone who had a good season for yeah. Juventus, by all accounts, yeah. last last time round. Everton have... Funny noise. Everton have, <laughs> Everton have, uh, Everton have needed a striker since Lukaku left. Nah, really, the, yeah. the last couple of seasons. They've missed a marksman. Which is why I think they've struggled. So, yeah, that's probably not, not helped. Yeah. They've now they've now got him and he came, in as, came on as a sub on, um, on a game on Saturday and looked immediately lively and I was watching match of the day and I, I just thought god they're going to start him on, on Friday aren't they his first start and the Everton fans Great. I spoke to they, <laughs> they were buzzing with him yeah well, like, wouldn't you that's think? a worry that is a worry of course it's a worry um, yeah that doesn't feel weird that's, that worries me yeah um, he's a, if he's scoring goals for you he's, he's got something to buy he's, exactly. he's a good player yeah. I still can't believe they paid 27 million for him that's uh, a joke yeah that's a joke price, some of the prices that are quoted nowadays. Well, what did we pay for um, Wesley? 22. And Moyes Gaines younger, played in a more uh, yeah, potent league. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, I feel like we're being a bit negative here, and I don't, no, I don't I know. want to be, because it, <laughs> like you've said, it is only two games yeah. in, but obviously you, you want to, you need to get a win at some point. I, th- I think we need. We just need... I think we'll win next week, I'll, I will say, at Palace. I just think we need even... If someone offered you a draw right now... I'd take it. I would take it. I think we need that first point just to get off the mark. I think that will give everyone a lot of, You know, you're not just sat on no points coming off the back of two, like, pretty good plays, but no points. I think we need... Do you think that... I'm being pessimistic here. Would you worry if... Would you start worrying if we lost on Friday? No, because I think it's too early. Do you? I'd have a, I'd have a little bit of concern. Mm-hmm. But I knew it would be a tough. I knew it would be a tough start. Obviously, you know Spurs away is going to be a tough game. Yeah. Got to be fair. I expected a, a better result yeah. on, on Saturday. But fair play to Bournemouth. They capitalised and, they, did, and they, yeah. they punished us. And you've got to, got to admit, they've, they've, I watched them. They were good, they were a good side, but yeah. they were beatable. And had we not been so um, generous at the back, yeah. it would have been a different game. Yeah. I think, I think we, we would have troubled them, and I think we possibly could have beat them. But it yeah. is what it is. That's what that's what happened in that game. Another love. Oh God, I've got to get you out of this berth. And then uh, and Everton. It's, it's a hard game. It is. I think it's a really so, hard game, especially you know Everton. If you look what their goals are for this season, probably to challenge for the top six. Exactly. And I think they might well do it. Yeah. When they're, again, when their new players settle in, I think I think they'll be a force. Yeah. This season, then suddenly if you don't if you don't get anything this week, next week although it's only four games in, it becomes a bit of a, a relegation clash yeah. kind of because it you know Palace. Are, I think Palace will be down there. I think they haven't got off to a yeah. they haven't got off to a great yeah. start. They don't look like they could score a goal to save their life. <laughs> Poor Benteke looks like a shadow of the player he was. Right. At, at Villa Park, and then suddenly that becomes a game. Then there's loads of pressure on that. So I just I just want us to get something on the board. That's what I'm saying. On, yeah. On, on and it Friday. just lifts that pressure and a and positive performance. Yeah, but saying that though, I think we've had two. Positive performance. Yeah, no, 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 I know we have, and the, fan, the fans have been really good so far. Yeah. But I know it sneaks into a third game of of, uh, of not getting anything, and then yeah. I know it, it's going to become antsy. That 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 goodwill won't last long. No, but at Villa Park. I mean, we've had a we've had a relatively tough start, but if you're not picking up points against, no disrespect to Bournemouth because they they beat us and they played really well. But where do you start picking up points? Because well, that's it, isn't it? You know, you still got to play. You've got Arsenal away coming up. <laughs> exactly. As well. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. Yeah. But it's a slow. It'd be a slow start if we didn't pick up anything on um, 
especially on Friday, especially when you see that like Sheffield United and Norwich have already they picked, picked wins up points and they yeah. look like they've adapted. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I'd say performance-wise, we look like we've adapted, but like you said, it's the results that are important. Yeah. Sheffield United and Norwich, like for Norwich, for example, first game performance good against Liverpool, got battered four-one, no good. But then they follow it up, and then it is new Steve Bruce's Newcastle. I'd expect most teams to beat Steve Bruce's Bruce, Newcastle. Yeah. But you know, Pookie's come in, scored that hat trick, picked up where he left off last yeah. season. We've kind of, with the goal scoring stakes, really well. not picked up where yeah. we left off last season. Sheffield United 1 0, clean sheet, formation looks like it's world class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they look like they're be really hard to beat at home. Which is really interesting because I know when we got promoted, everyone was like, oh, I think the team that we're least worried about is Villa. Well, I said all three would stay up. Did you? Yeah, I think all three promoted teams would stay up. And I said that at the start of the season before any games had taken mm-hmm. place. So, so far, that's looking mixed. <laughs> and, it's, <laughs> and, it's, and it's Villa that might, that, that might let me down. So, Jazz, it's prediction time. You got it wrong last week. What, what are you? <laughs> Quite I, wrong. As did I. What are you? What are you? Uh, what are you saying this time? This is a really tough one. Um, I don't want to. <sighs> got to push you on the clocker. I'm actually going to go two one Everton. No jazz. Okay, that's fine. That's your prerogative. You're going two one Everton. I'm not happy about it. No, but... I mean you're just going with your gut. You go with what yeah. you think. I'm going to go one-one. I'm going to say that we go behind one-nil. Moyes Keane will play and score. Mm. If, if it is, if Moyes Keane's first start, players love scoring their first goal against Villa. So it's, it's, re- <laughs> it's really in the stars. Love then to get I think, a stat on that. <laughs> I think we'll attack the whole end in the second half. Have a yeah. real good go, real positive. And I think Wesley's going to equalise one-one. And then we're positive going into next week. And then next week's when we pick up the first three points. That's what I'm going with. Yeah. Feel, yeah. Now I feel. I've, I've G'd you up, haven't I? Right, and yeah. now I feel really bad for saying too well, Get me in that dressing room before the game. Right, thanks ever so much for, for joining me again, Jazz. It's been a, been a pleasure, although I do feel like I'm spending a bit too much time with you at the moment, as you were. my wife invited you around for dinner last night as well, so I can't get rid of you at the moment. But thanks ever so much for joining me in the booth. If you have enjoyed this video, then make sure you're giving it a like and comment below with your predictions ahead of the Everton game. If you're not already subscribed to the Villa View with your post notifications on, then if you could do that as well, that would be absolutely Absolutely fantastic. There will be fan cams after the game on Friday. I'm otherwise engaged, so it won't be me doing them. So I'm not sure actually who is stepping up and doing that. But we will let you know on Twitter. It could be a Rollo one-man band. And I know he absolutely adores doing that. <laughs> enjoy Saturday. No, God. Enjoy Saturday. Enjoy Friday if, if you go in and up the villa. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.